City After Dark with Kyle and Colby. This is the Holland edition. City After Dark. After Dark, After Dark, After Dark. Welcome to the Holland edition of City After Dark. We have been waiting for this fucking moment forever. God damn forever. What the fuck? I mean, I get like all the shit, but God damn, dude. All right. So let's build a timeline here a little bit. It was probably, I want to say as far back as post Harry Kane fallout, the Daniel Levy shit happened and uh, there was no Harry Kane to city. Yeah. And then it was before that because he was discussed, but it was like that price tag was just just too much. Right. Well, then. Then after the Harry Kane thing, it, it, it became this, well, we don't have a nine. Clause. That release clause isn't that bad. I mean, we're fucking city. We have money pouring out of our fucking asshole. We were just about to try and drop a hundred on fucking Kane. Exactly. So and what was, what are. was an extra fifth? What was an extra 50 mil? Right. Back then. For a, the for, 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 yeah. well, at the time. Right. At the time. We'll, and we'll get into that. But like, at, at the time, I was like, man, I could spend 50 extra mil on this 21-year-old versus a 28-year-old. Who is just banging goals all over the place. Dude. He has, he has the fastest goals per minute in the history of the Bundesliga if you've scored at least 25 goals, which he's obviously scored one. Fuck, it, dude. I, dude every, and, and you know what's really crazy? that I, I find, And I've talked to you about this before. Every time this motherfucker comes off quote-unquote injury, he comes out and bangs three. Yeah, it's it, it, and you know it's it's having there are so many aspects to like I, mean, I guess we can get into that in a second but that you know just it, I'm so excited for what he can bring because yeah you say oh he's a 21 year old and we brought in 21 year olds who like have needed some time yeah he is not that kind of player he's uh-uh. a guy that can like walk into any fucking side and be in that starting eleven and crush it and let's not forget. This man is born and bred football. Yeah. And he was I mean, born and bred blue too. Kind mostly. Of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Leeds, Leeds, I'll give you, but yeah. like, yeah, you know, was he ever going to go to Leeds? Give me a fucking break. I don't think so. No, I don't think They're, so. Well, I mean, all. aside from the price tag alone, but like, you know. Like well, even they, at 50 mil, like they couldn't afford that. There was that slight chat too about Newcastle. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, Newcastle has so many fucking things to fucking think about before they can think about picking up an Erling Holland. So and Erling Holland is only going to go to a Champions League side. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I mean, granted, um, they're you know, the Newcastle side now has what is it 200 and 262 million pounds? Or is it, no, maybe that's. Or am I thinking about us? I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about us. What, like for a summer war chest, or like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly yeah. that. But yeah, I, I just I never saw that as a contention. Nor is that even the point of this fucking conversation. No, fuck them. Fuck all of them. <laughs> He's at City. He was always coming to City. Um. So let's let's kind of like let's talk about pre Mino passing away. Some things that I read today about how this deal has basically been done for a month. What do you think kind of was the lead up and, and, and being that, you know, Mino did pass, rest in peace. 
Um, do you think that that deal was being done within that week? Oh, absolutely. Or do you think I mean, that as it was we, solidified? I mean, I, so I, I, I mean, even still, it's not technically solidified. I guess there are still some personal details to work out, which I would imagine has to do with like image rights and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, I, I don't think that there was ever a question in his mind where he was going to go. Um, I think that he likes the idea of Real, but he doesn't like the idea of having to battle with Benzema of like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he comes into our side. He is it yep, as far as nine. a nine goes. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, and depending on what happens with Gabby, I mean, it's already said that essentially he's going to have the nine shirt. So I don't know what Gabby's planning on. I mean, he had the he what, back 33 to 33. For, yep. Yeah. Um, he could go back to 33 and I think that would be all right, but there's, there's always that, that stigma going backwards in football. Um, and that's something that I don't really, I, I like, I just don't, ah, there's so many things I want to say. There's so many things that I, I regret saying if I do, I feel like, but with Gabby's play as of late, I really don't want him to go. But I almost feel it's going to be a necessary evil. I mean, it just it just depends on him and what offers are out there. Yeah. Uh, I really, because I I can I can see I both can see sides guys. of the there there are plenty of players that potentially could leave. I don't think that anyone in that squad wants to leave right now. Plain and simple, um, I, I feel like we are looking at just. I mean, we've only been progressing since Pep came. I mean, really since the start of the decade, but or since the start of the teens or whatever you call them. It's only been an upward tick. And anybody who doesn't see that and thinks that going to Arsenal or whatever is going to be a better situation for them, you're full of shit. So let me ask you this. Do you would you consider this in the quote unquote rise of city since Pep? Um, would you consider this season? Being even even though we're still in the hunt for taking the league, do you think that over the years that Pep has been here, do you, would you consider this year a lull comparatively to the buildup and uh, others, and up until the point of when Cunaguera left? Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely say that. Um, and I mean, like if you look at the like seventeen eighteen season, mm-hmm. um. Like, uh, no one could touch City. No one. Mm-mm. The closest was, like, United, surprisingly, in second. I think it like, 19 points back. That's fucking crazy. Yep. And, you know, obviously, to reach that kind of height repetitively is not a feasible concept. No. At the same time, what we saw this year, we've seen before where we disperse the goals out, but normally that dispersal still has at least one player, 20 goals, 20 plus goals, mm. at least over 15 goals. And what our, our high score right now is like 12 or 13. Like it's not great. Um, no. But at the same time, we've also still, because of our dispersal, scored more goals than anybody in the league. Well, that you also have to take the amount of knocks that we've had all over the pitch this season. Yeah. Between I mean, I Champions don't, I don't League. I don't like to do that. Really, I don't either, but like, there has to there has to be a little bit of consideration in that when it comes to goal numbers because theoretically, if we were healthy all year and we were running starting eleven all year, each one of our front six 
could easily have near 20. Yeah, to score over 100 goals in a season in its own right is massive. Yeah. Um, so, and theoretically, that could still be in the cards. Um, right. But, what, I mean, adding him in will just... Uh, well, I, I mean, and as we've discussed before, like, you, you put in him in the center, and that doesn't only mean that we have goals coming from him. That means we have goals coming from all over the fucking place because of defenses just being fucked by not knowing what to do about it. Right. Well, and going into next season. So this kind of is going to roll into what I was going to start talking about next is how will Erling fit in immediately? If not immediately, how long do you think that it will take him to integrate into the season, into the system? And also, with what you just said, what would it be? And it's going to happen, obviously. You have Jack on the left, maybe Gabby or Sterling on the right, depending on how shit happens. You also have the potential of having Riyad still there. He's able to play both sides. He's more suited for the right because of his footedness. But there's so many interchangeable wingers that we kind of have. And now, to add to it, we have Julian Alvarez. So the fact he, the, the, the way that I'm kind of looking at how this could go. And, and I know I asked you the question, but I'm going to say kind of my thoughts on it real quick is each one of those wingers. It, it, I, I kind of look at them almost as potentially just being ball machines that feed him in. Poof, poof, poof. Well, you see, that's the thing is like the way I actually see it playing out is, is kind of like how Harry Kane plays. Yeah. Um, how he like drops back almost midfield. I don't see him dropping back that, that far, far no. but I do see him <laughs> playing a little more back and having the wingers play a little more forward mm-hmm. so that not only can they feed him balls in, but if they do, it can be a one, two down to them right there, or, you know, he can get the ball in and then they cut in. There are just all kinds of options as far as that play goes. I just mm-hmm. see him not being like up on the fucking line or the box. I see him being a little more back toward midfield. Well, and two, it's, you have to remember you have to remember this man's size. We have been yeah. playing with Eighties. five foot four <laughs> to five foot eight forwards for the last fucking six, seven, eight years. Um, so now we have a finally like a big body right there in the center. That's gonna I mean, for as many teams in the EPL, their backs, I mean, you don't really see a back that's much under six one. So having somebody that's up on that level who's able to take the ball in and maneuver them, game over to me. Yeah, I think game the fuck I think over. he's because I think Laporte might be six four, but I think otherwise, I think he'd be our tallest player on the team. Ruse um, is six three. Right. I think I think I think, else I think is America is like six three. Yeah, I think America is six four because he's just like scotch higher. Yeah. Um so your take on how what what the timetable will be for him integrating into Pep system? Immediate. Uh, with the with the transfer being July first, he's going to be right in there training. I mean, I, I'm assuming that with I mean, what he has one game left with Dortmund. Yes. So he can go on holiday immediately. Yep. Get all that out of the system. Come in July first, start training. And then by the time we have preseason matches, I guarantee he's going to be with us for preseason. Um, and yeah, by then, by first match, he will be starting, if not like coming off the bench. 
hopefully he's at Tour America, huh? Hey, hey, that's what I'm saying. He will. I'm, 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 guarant- I'm, I'm guaranteeing he will be because it's, it's, it's just a common thing to have, especially if your new signing doesn't have like a World Cup match or some bullshit mm. like that going on. Which then, Norway like, definitely does not. <laughs> sorry, sorry, um, Norway. <laughs> well, and it's like this winter, but you know, um, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I, it's just kind of like all, all of the, all of the things are in place just for him to come right in, start training right off the bat. And be ready. And that's fucking scary. Oh, and I it love is. it. It is. It is scary. But here's something else that might be a little scarier. And not to bring the mood down, because please, nobody here think that we are any less than extremely elated that this is happening. Um, but there is always cause for concern. His injury proneness is something to talk about. Um I can recall at least four, if not five times this season with Borussia where he's been out a couple of games, but still ends up being one of the top scorers in the league. That doesn't matter. He's still injury prone. With City having such a good medical staff, um, do you think that in the summer that they will maybe tend more to his already – um, pre-existing ailments uh, with his with his ankles, or do you think that just overworking in the way that Pep system works and the way that they do their their, their treatments and stuff like that after uh, training that that'll just kind of work itself out? It's a fantastic question, first. Um, but second, I I I really do think that the injury proneness, quote unquote, I don't really think that's going to even be a problem. Um, I. I because the way we play, he's not going to be playing all the time like he does with Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to have these breaks. He's going to have these lulls and he's going to have some recovery time. And, and on that same token, I mean, you know, we're talking about pay wages upwards of Kev's, which mm-hmm. I mean, for the proven striker that he is at his age, why the fuck not? If you're right. really hating on him for it, you give me a fucking break. Right. You guys, right. I mean, people fucking bring in Cristiano Ronaldo and shit like that. But anyway, um, no, I'm just saying, I, I, I really don't think that it's even going to be an issue just because of the amount of gameplay he's actually going to see. Mm-hmm. It's going to differ completely from what he had to do with Dortmund. So, you know, he's going to he's just going to get those rests that he wouldn't have gotten with Dortmund. And it's going to make all the difference in the world. I agree with that. Um, my only. So I have there's two parts to this, um, but the, to start off with. My concern is, yes, Bundesliga is a very physical league. Premier League is more physical. I'd say they're relative. Is, but, mm, yes, but I I feel like now, I I feel like, first of all, we're city. So, if that doesn't already paint one, at least the bullseye. Yeah. he, He is now the entire dartboard. So... Who's to say that, you know, I don't I don't see like Liverpool doing something like this, maybe a United Leeds, maybe a Leeds, um, maybe, a, maybe, although a, I would hope not Leeds. I would hope that you would respect, uh, you know, but well, and just and that's coming off of recent play. Totally. Right. But <laughs> but my, my thing is, is that I, I from what from spending the year watching Bundesliga intently, 
Um, and also side by side watching the Premier League. I will tell you that there are a lot more times where I'm seeing Premier League be a lot rougher. I mean, there are crashing tackles. There all are. The place. But this is this, my, but where I'm going with this again is he's going to become a target. Yeah, but he also, I mean, he's not, he's not an idiot. He knows, not. for one thing, he knows how, he knows his <laughs> positional play. He, he has, I wouldn't say is great. I think his control is actually going to develop under Pep better. Um, yep. Yep. And that's going to be a big thing for him, being able to move the ball around like that. Um, but I, I really, like, it's, it's going to come down to where he is in the box and the fact that he knows, like, okay, you want to come in on me like that? I'll go down and get us a penalty that I will shoot and another goal for City. And, you know, that's that's really what it's going to be all day. And if it's not him, and that's why I was saying him playing a little back, mm-hmm. is, you know, like that way, and maybe to start the season more so back, so he's not in those constant, like, clashes right. um, and just kind of playing the ball up um, and then, you know, then getting a header off or whatever, something like that. Uh, you know, it's I, – I just don't think he's – I mean, he's a, he's also just a big motherfucker. He's like, a big motherfucker. <laughs> there, there are just so many, there are just so many aspects to his, his size, his build, his game that I don't think that there is going to be, I mean, obviously there's a learning curve for any player coming into the Premier League, mm-hmm. but I just don't, I don't think it's, he's, he's played against these clubs already. Right. Like, I, I mean, for the, he's played against the best clubs of the Premier League already. Right. And maybe that could be the downfall is playing against the lower clubs that are, going to do everything they can to win right that's Um, and that's that's really where that whole question comes from because it's like like i said i don't really see that coming out of like a united i definitely don't see that coming out of tottenham i don't see that coming out of west ham maybe a little bit um but it's going to be the lower clubs that are going to be making him a target because they're desperate to win and they know that he's our golden boy so but that's also where the rests and shit come in because it's right. like I, I I wouldn't even worry about playing Holland against him. So on that token, Holland is our solid one, number nine. Who's the number two? Whoever. Do you think um, it's going to be a rotational thing between Foden, Grealish. Grealish, depending on if Gabby or Raz leave, either one of them? Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna. Yeah. So basically, basically the way I'm I'm interpreting this from you is that when Holland's in, we're gonna play a four three three, a solid four three three. But when he's not, we're gonna go back to the false nine or even what we've been playing the, even the last couple of games. Yeah, that's exactly exactly the way I see it. Because I mean, unless well, again, Julian Alvarez. So. That's somebody else who could, I mean, we don't know exactly where, what he's going to look like. That's one that is more of a question mark as to how, how long it's going to take him to find his legs. Right. Um, Especially coming from the Argentinian league to the, the premier league. That's, I feel like that's a monumental step. Yes, absolutely. Um, and for a, a young kid too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we know about Pep is that he basically in essence requires his players to fit to his system. Now that Holland is here, we know how Holland plays. Do you think that there's going to be a little bit of leeway in the way that Pep does 
how he, how he does things being that he, un, he has a solid nine now and he can kind of make it more of a more, a little bit more clinical. Or do you think that he's going to basically be like, no, Erling, you're going to do it my fucking way. Oh, it's absolutely do it my fucking way. However, uh, do it my fucking way can mean all kinds of different things because like with Aguero, I mean, he had to basically say, you have to change your style of play. You have to start doing these off ball runs. You have to start doing this and doing that. And, and that's where like him coming in July, like I think that can get broken into him pretty quickly. Um, But I, that's, but that's also where Pep can do his own tweaking uh, to his setup, to his concept. Um, Because, you know, at the same time, as he was doing that with Aguero, he was also being like, okay, I can only expect so much from Aguero. So I have to, tweak these things. And that's also, I mean, I, I just think that there's going to be kind of a 50, like not a 50, 50, but like a little bit of a meld. It's all going to be pep style, but it's going to be a meld of pep style acclimating him in. And I really hope that that's the case because like for me, kind of going back on the question as to when I think he'll be acclimated, I think it's going to take a few more games, a few more matches, excuse me. I, I From what I understand of Pep's game, it's just, and especially this year, and it's not really especially this year, but I feel like because, you know, we paid $100 million for Jack Grealish, there's there's this need or this this uh, instantaneous gratification from him. And I feel like that's I, that's really what's going to come of Holland. Is oh, definitely. If he doesn't, if in that first game he doesn't score at least a brace, people are going to be like, well, what the fuck, you know? I don't know about that. I mean, he could have he could have a good game without scoring. Um, so I, I think it just depends on. I mean, you know, no matter what, we have to know as city supporters that the media is going to shit on him. Yes. At some point, at some point, it's going to happen. Like, oh my god, they paid this much, even though it's only fifty fucking million. Um, like that's like Jesus. I mean, that's. I mean, they, they were shitting their bed or shitting the bed when we fucking paid 55 for Kev. Think about that now. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like it's, it's just, it's going to happen. He has to be ready for it and just know that we're all behind him and fuck them. I think his mentality warrants um, that, that type of uh, behavior. I, I think that he'll be able to take the press. Um, especially the English press, I feel like that is one tough cookie. <laughs> I mean, if there's if there's as many Trent Crims in the world <laughs> as I think there are in those fucking presser rooms, oh, man. But no, I really think he, I think he has the mentality to fit into the squad in that respect. Uh, I think he'll be able to handle what's going on. Um, I mean – he's been handling it for the last eight months, really. I mean, because they, every, th- this transfer talk has been happening fucking forever for yeah. fucking ever. Um, I, I'm just, you know what to say it on that. I'm just glad that it's the fuck over, to be honest. I'm so glad that it's over. I'm glad that I got to scream. I, I, I was, I was telling, uh, I told Scott Brokaw, the, uh, head of the capital city support club, 
Uh, I put it on their post. I was like, dude, I've been running around my house for the last 10 minutes screaming my ass off, <laughs> dude. And, and it just, it, it was like Christmas morning. Like if any, if nobody feels like that felt like Christmas morning today, even a little bit yesterday, I, I don't know what does. Like, <laughs> so this signing is, it actually has that, it has more of that feel of like when we got Bernardo, because it was early when we knew we got Bernardo and like Bernardo, when we faced them, when we faced Monaco, I was like, fuck, dude, that guy, if we can get him, holy shit. Mm. Like, and of course that's proven true. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I just feel like all of these, these little things just key into it just being a really, really good relationship. And, and once he gets in there and hears the support and feels like oh, yeah. that, the Eddie had it all like, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, there's that video of him like walking into the Eddie had and he's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, God gave me chills. Woo! Woo! Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 just all of that that I feel like we, we have. It's it's not just that we have this quality player coming in. We have this quality player coming in that like wants to be here, wants to be part of the system is going to crush it. Absolutely. And, and to just add into that whole melting pot, Holland already has pre-existing relationships with a lot of the players on our current squad. To name Phil Foden, Riyad Mahrez, uh, Kyle Walker, Kevin De Bruyne. So yeah. he's already being, I mean, that, that's, if that's not a welcome crew to have, I don't know what is either. Like, I, just, I think Gundogan even too, actually. They would have played against each other but I mean, there's right. that like Cabana shirt fucking picture with him and Riyadh, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were all, they were underneath that like uh, gazebo or pergola or, or whatever the pergola or whatever that was out on some beach and shit. Like, yeah, dude. So yeah, I mean, it's praise be the the fucking football gods. We finally got our number nine. Praise be, we finally have a new sense of hope, uh, especially after being knocked out of the Champions League. I really do think that he is going to be the ticket for a lot of different. I mean, it's just that extra edge. Like we were talking about in, in the episode, like, you know, it's just that extra edge that we needed to, to make people not know what they're facing. Yep. And like, I mean, because, you know, right now they know they have a false nine. They don't know who, what front three they're going to face, but they know they have a false nine. Mm-hmm. And with him in the squad, it's like, well, shit, who's on the bench? Who is going to be, is it going to be Holland? Is it going to be, you know? Right. And now the guessing game is back. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. All right, guys. Well, we're going to conclude this up. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys are just as excited as we fucking are. Woo! Um, be sure to go on to our Facebook, Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube uh, at Three Points and a Pie. Uh, you can even just look us up that way. Also, be on the lookout. Uh, we have a pending uh, special guest coming soon. Uh, we will be releasing those details uh, in the coming days. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Holland. We got fucking Holland. 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 Campeones. Campeones. Ole, ole, ole. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. City After Dark.